0: Of virtual coffee. My name is Alexa Collier and on this podcast I chat with small business owners and early career professionals about their journeys, perspectives, stories, pieces of advice. It's always a really fun conversation. Now with me today is Crystal Harris, the founder and owner of Mama's Salsa. Crystal and her family sell their homemade salsa and chips that are all made with natural ingredients and no added sugar you can purchase Mama's Salsa locally here in the Raleigh area and be sure to check out this awesome business. Now, before we hear from Crystal about Mama's Salsa, I'd really appreciate if you could rate and review Virtual Coffee on the Apple Podcast app. Of course, you can also follow us along on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, etc., all the social medias. It's at Virtual Coffee Podcast. As always, thank you so much for listening and for your support. And happy listening. Now let's hear from Crystal.
1: Welcome, Crystal. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. Thank
2: you for having me. I'm so excited.
1: Me too. I'm always excited to chat. (laughs) Uh, Let's kick things off, tell us a bit about your business, Mama Salsa. Tell us about your mission, maybe the origin story of your business, just to get us started here.
2: So Mama Salsa is a fresh chip and salsa company. We make our salsas fresh every week. It's myself and my husband that does the work together, and then we tote along our three boys to different markets and to the kitchen when we're actually like making the salsa and my mission for the business is just to make people happy with yummy food because <laughs> it's just the best.
1: <laughs> Definitely. I love that. And, and how did it get started? Did you always have a passion for salsa in particular? So it's not
2: salsa in particular, like I'm Mexican-American, so I always okay. grew up with salsa on the table, always chips, like just kind of like it was just our go-to snack. I always grew up loving food and loving to cook. And I wanted to make that my passion going like right outside of high school. But unfortunately, I kind of went on the wrong path mm. and kind of got into like substance abuse and stuff like that. And so my parents were very clear with me that if I wanted to continue that lifestyle, they really weren't going to support me going to school because I was just kind of being crazy. Sure. And so I ended up going to a Christian Bible school, and that was really what I needed to just, for me, get back on the right path. And so I kind of put my cooking dreams aside. I was in the school for four years. I met my husband there. Um, We started our family and ended up in Raleigh, which is where he's from. And we have three boys. And so it was kind of like I kind of put my passion on the back burner for a really Mm -hmm. long time. And after my third son, I was kind of struggling with like postpartum depression and um, just anxiety that I had never really dealt with before. And Mm -hmm. I knew that if I found something that I love to do, that I can kind of like, you know, kind of have an outlet besides just being like a stay at home mom, because I was just home with the boys all the time, homeschooling, and it was very overwhelming for me. So I wanted to find something to do that I love, which is food and cooking. And I would go to my friend's house. They had kids that were the same age as my boys. And they would ask me to make authentic Mexican food for them. And they would pay me money. And I would go to the grocery store. I would make like a full out meal, rice and beans and homemade tortillas and chips and salsa. And we would just like go hang out, let our kids play and like just eat and chill. And it was the best. And I would always send them home with a jar of salsa when we would hang out, like, you know, take some chips, take some Mm -hmm. salsa. And so I figured if they would be willing to pay me to cook food and give them chips and salsa and stuff, more people would. And yeah, so that's kind of like, the idea was, there was something going on at my church, like, um, you know, all the moms that did their little side businesses, they would have like a day and set up Mm -hmm. their tables and sell their stuff. So I was like, okay, well, my friends paid me for this chips and salsa, like maybe other people would. So I stayed up super late making salsa. It wasn't even (laughs) a lot like looking back at it it was two cases, maybe and like frying these chips in a little pot and putting them in bags. And I was like, okay, I'm just going to try this out and see what happens. So I went to set up the next day and completely like sold out of everything. Wow. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, maybe I have something here. And like I said, after having my kid, like my third boy, it was just I needed something and I I get to do what I love, which is cooking and feeding people. So I'm going to give it a shot.
1: That's such an incredible story. Thank (laughs) you for sharing that. I always find it so fascinating, like looking back over. Many years and seeing where your path, you know, may have diverged. And you know, you mentioned you're kind of headed down a path maybe that wasn't right for you. And then you got back on track. And yeah, just seeing the steps that led you to here, I yeah. I find that so cool to be able to look back and tell that story. Definitely. That's incredible. How would you encourage others to pursue their passions? I just think it's so great that you were able to finally pursue that passion and love of food and making people happy with it. Any advice you have for people who are might be in a similar boat that you were maybe a few years ago of, I know I have this passion, but I don't have the time, the money, the energy. Yeah. Any thoughts on that?
2: So I would just say like, if it's something that you really care about, you can do what you need to do to make it work. It's probably going to be hard and you're going to have to shift things around, but because it's your passion and because it's something that you believe in, like you just have to go for it. There's no like you can't put it off because even like with salsa business right now, like there's so many ideas that I have and I'm like, okay, okay, I'm just like storing them away. Like this is going to happen one day. But if it's something that you care about, just do it.
1: (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that is very simple advice, but also very deep advice. Like, yeah, it is so true. It's so fascinating to me to think certain things that I've tried, like launching this podcast, I'm like, yeah, why didn't I just do that three yeah. years ago when I had the idea? You know, like why? Yeah. Like, what was really stopping me? Nothing. My I was you stopping me. Yourself. Exactly. Yeah. 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 I think that's a great piece of advice and encouraging others to have that mindset. Yeah. I'd love for you to describe the uh, salsa you sell. So if our audience was interested in purchasing some, what kind of flavors or types would they be looking at? Okay, so typically if somebody
2: comes to the table and they're looking at the different salsas, we have a restaurant-style salsa, which is a tomato-based salsa with fresh lime juice and fresh cilantro. We have an avocado lime salsa, which is the favorite every single time. We always sell out Mm -hmm. of avocado lime salsa first, and that is just a really creamy, cool fresh salsa. So the restaurant and avocado are the two mild flavors. And then I have a smoky chipotle. And that is just really deep in roasted onions and garlic flavor. It has a strong smoke flavor. And then it has kind of like a sweet taste from the roasted tomatillos. And then if you're a fan of spice, I always tell everyone my favorite is my spicy tomatillo salsa. And that is just loaded with Fresh serrano peppers and lots of lime juice. It's really tangy and it's the salsa that will like make your nose run, but you want to keep (laughs) going back and eating it. (laughs) Yeah, you can't get enough.
1: Yeah, that all sounds very delicious. Yeah, that avocado one sounds so good. I can (laughs) even just the name of it, I can tell why it sells out.
2: (laughs) So good.
1: Are you able to ship your salsa or are you just selling locally in the Raleigh area?
2: So right now we're just doing local markets. Okay. really want to start shipping, but I feel like, I mean, I know there's just a lot of logistics that go into that shipping and cost of shipping and making sure it gets there safe and on time. Mm -hmm. So I definitely want to, because I know that literally like every week I get multiple people like messaging me from all over the country. Like, do you ship? How can I get your salsas? Like, and I don't, and I feel so bad to say no, (laughs) but I know one day we will.
0: Right.
1: Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. One, one day at a time, one milestone (laughs) at a time. Right. (laughs) And where do you make the salsa? Is it just in your, in your kitchen? I know you mentioned your husband and, and your boys. Is it, yeah. yeah, Or, or do you make it somewhere else?
2: So we have a kitchen that we rent out in Rodney and we share that space with Cup of Joe coffee roasters and um, not just icing. They're like a food truck that does desserts and stuff like that.
1: Cool. Excellent. That's a big accomplishment. Congratulations on getting the kitchen.
2: Yeah, that was a steal. That was like everything fell in place at the right time when we needed it to. And I'm so thankful for that space.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's excellent. Any other big milestones or challenges you faced in this whole journey of Mama Salsa? I always find it fascinating just to kind of ask that open-ended question because there's always... Amazing tidbits and stories that guests have. So, just interested in knowing more about the journey.
2: Yeah, so the journey has been awesome. Like I said in the beginning, when we first started out and we sold out at that first event that I did, after that moment, I would start like taking orders, and every week our order list would grow to more and more people. So, at first, it was just like friends and family. And then I think my first official market was in downtown Raleigh at Rebus Works. So, they were like with us from the beginning. We've been selling salsa there ever since. But I think the challenge, like just challenges that I face is just trying to figure out how to balance. I don't know that there's ever really a balance. I Mm -hmm. think it's just you kind of juggling (laughs) and hoping that you don't drop anything. But um, I think probably one of the biggest challenges, obviously, for a lot of us small business owners is obviously when COVID hit, our family was hit personally, my dad, he actually passed away in March of 2020 from COVID. And like a couple weeks prior to that, we had our calendar full of events. We were so excited for the new year um, and just all of the potential that we thought was going to happen. And then, you know, everything shut down. My dad mm-hmm. passed away and it was it was just probably the worst time in my life. Mm-hmm. But um, I think... I am so thankful for this business because my customers and having the drive to keep going and feeling like I had a purpose and feeling like I had something that I love to do really pushed me to continue and to see the joy in life and to see that every day is a new day and a chance for new opportunities and experiences. And so what was, what was probably the worst year ended up being probably one of the best years too. Mm-hmm. I mean, I never really thought about it like that, but our business grew so much. Our customers were so awesome and so supportive, um, we were able to win a $10,000 grant from the bulk c- company wow. that makes our Mason jars. And yeah, the challenges have been really hard, mm-hmm. but getting through it on the other side, you know, there's still moments of grief, there's still hard times. But to see that, you know, I went through that time and got through it and still going through it, but getting stronger. My vision is growing, my dreams are growing. It was something that happened, but it didn't take me out.
1: Yeah, I really appreciate your honesty here. And of course, I'm very sorry to hear about your dad. And I think it's just, I think it's important for everyone, whether you own a small business or have a, you know, more of a corporate job in the business world, just to hear these honest stories from successful business owners such as yourself to know that, yeah, life gets really tough and it's not always great. And, but just still hearing that theme of it seems like Mama Salsa was almost what helped ground you in those really tough times and like you kind of always had that to to work on whether you used it as a distraction or you know just to take your mind off things like just having that that passion really through the good and the bad yeah yeah I'm happy to hear about the accomplishments from from the last year and the successes (laughs) but yeah like I said just really appreciate your transparency I think it's really valuable for others I would love to hear about the other plans you might have for mama salt's salsa kind of the the future and actually a specific question I have are you able to take mama salsa full-time or do you have another job as well so
2: my husband and I do mama salsa full-time wow congratulations I'm so thankful (laughs) yeah it's been great just for our family you know just to Mm -hmm. be able to spend this time together to bring the boys to every market and they get to see kind of like our business grow from the ground up and yeah we do homeschool during the week and then like in the middle of the week, we pause on school and we make salsa all night and then <laughs> we get right back at it to schoolwork and then the weekend comes around and we get ready for our market so yeah, yeah it's full time for us.
1: Wow, you guys are superheroes that's incredible. <laughs> congrats on taking that yeah. full time yeah wow I you. what were some of the steps getting full time? I could imagine you know i don't I don't have my own business personally, but I could imagine that step being. Really huge and intimidating, right? Like, you kind of know you're approaching that point where you can just have that as your main income. But how did you finally make that decision?
2: I think the pandemic just made us make Mm -hmm. that decision. Mm -hmm. It's just the way that things happened. And my husband found himself at home. And yeah, we were able to just do what we needed to do, do it safely, especially at the markets because we're outdoors. And still keep our wholesale accounts and grow our wholesale accounts. And honestly, like we're super busy, but we haven't even scratched the surface.
1: Mm -hmm. That's so exciting, isn't it? Just to have like endless. endless, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Where I was going before into the future, I know you mentioned some milestones or plans you have like shipping eventually. Any upcoming milestones or goals that you want to share with our audience that you have for Mama Salsa? So right
2: now, our goal is to be able to build a kitchen on our property. Oh,
1: wow. Um,
2: Yeah. So that's like the number one goal when we do that, you know, just we'll create so much freedom with our schedules. Like instead of taking the boys to the kitchen, they can be at home asleep and maybe we'll just, you know, make salsa in the night and be able to do that that way. But in having our kitchen, that just opens up a door for us to do different products and I'm just super excited for that. So the kitchen is the number one goal right now. Obviously adding more wholesale accounts. And then I definitely want to expand the items that we have, which would be like, I do make a really good tomatillo jam. It's spicy and sweet and tangy. So I want to be able to offer that on the regular and definitely more salsa flavors and for sure flour tortillas that will happen. I'm going to say that because it's going to happen. <laughs> At some point, we want to offer fresh flour tortillas and yeah, different flavored chips. And yeah, there's so much potential.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. And do yeah. you currently sell your chips with your salsa? Yes, we do. Okay, perfect. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. That's awesome. Where do you uh, currently wholesale? Is it uh, in the Raleigh area?
2: So we wholesale to Rebus Works in downtown Raleigh. Okay. Two locations in Apex, then occasionally at Zenfish Poke Bar, which they have two locations in Durham and one location in Morrisville.
1: Okay. Excellent. Wow. That's yeah. awesome. A lot of yeah. like again, congratulations on that. There's, Thank you. Just a lot of big big milestones you guys hit with with owning a business. When did you start Mama Salsa exactly?
2: So I want to say officially in 2019, the okay. summer of
1: 2019. Yeah, so pretty recently. That's awesome. Very nice. So I
2: think I had, my youngest was five months old.
1: Okay, wow. <laughs> and you had a young, very young kid. Wow. <laughs>
2: yeah, I was ready to find, like, I just like, get me out of the
1: house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, diving into that era, you know, being a mother and a business owner, do you have any advice for other moms who are running their own business or want to pursue their own business? Any advice that comes to mind?
2: So I think definitely with my boys, it means more to them when I get them involved in what we're doing. Yes, there are moments when they don't want to go to the kitchen to make salsa. And that's just life. And that's normal for them to feel that way. But getting them excited about, you know, milestones that we hit, like When we won the 10,000, we had like a dance party. We get excited when we get like a lot of pre-orders. If we get a new wholesale account, like just including them in the highs and the lows. And yeah, I don't, like I said, balance. I don't, I don't know. I don't feel like Mm -hmm. you could ever balance anything really. It's just really taking each thing one at a time and including your kids with you and everything that you do. And yeah, make sure you spend some time for yourself. Mm-hmm. I was just thinking about it earlier and like initially when I when I had the idea of starting it I remember talking to my husband like maybe you know we'll just I'll just make enough money to get Starbucks or like get my nails done or whatever you know mm-hmm. something that I can just do like on the side to just you know treat myself and then it just right. turned into so much more but yeah just make sure you take time for yourself Um, it's really hard to do when you feel like you have a lot on your plate but it's very important so yeah.
1: Great pieces of advice there. And it sounds like you really made Mama Salsa into a family business, right? So it's yes. not not just Crystal's thing. It's the whole no. the thing that everyone it's in your family. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think that's, that's a fun, just a fun activity. And like you said, probably so inspiring for your children as well, right? To see their parents run their own business and all that goes into that. Um, yeah. I'm sure that'll help them in their futures too. For sure. And to your point about yeah, there being no balance. I've recent. I've been doing a lot of thinking about this. I'm actually working on a, a project at, at work about kind of work-life balance. And mm-hmm. someone mentioned to me, it's not about balance, it's about the harmony. And I thought that was Definitely. such a better word to use, right? Because yeah. sometimes, yeah, sometimes work and the business is going to be 99%. Sometimes your family's the 99%. Sometimes they're 50, 50 right? It's like, it doesn't Definitely. matter they don't need to be equal, right? Was was the point. Yeah. It's it's not about them being equal. It's about finding the harmony that works for you.
2: For sure. I was just I this might be like a weird analogy, but <laughs> I do take the time to walk every day. So whether it's 30 minutes or an hour, like I will have to make sure that I get a walk-in because that's just my time to just, you know, be out there, get some exercise in. But right behind our house there's this huge field that soybeans were just planted in. And so the field was just gross. Like it was full of like old twigs and Mm -hmm. it was nasty from the crop before and they came in and they sowed the seeds. And so I've been walking in the field every day and to kind of see like the progress. I don't know. It just, it meant so much to me. This is soybean field, (laughs) but like, you know, it was nasty and it was just kind of like dirty and it looked Mm -hmm. rough, but then they came and they put the seeds in. And so that's kind of like us with our lives. we put the good things in our minds and our bodies and our souls. And sometimes it looks gross. But (laughs) you keep putting the good stuff in because you know, like you do the hard work, you work the extra hours, you spend time with your family, you build your business, and you put all these things in. And maybe sometimes you have a bad day. But after a while, like, you know, you start seeing signs of growth. You see the sprouts and sometimes in some parts it doesn't grow as much. And maybe that's the part that you need to water. But as long as like you continue to do the work, you'll grow, you'll do it. It doesn't matter the circumstances, the seeds that you plant will grow and will come to fruition. So, yeah. I oh, know. That's kind of random.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I love that. It's it's almost like we all have our own our own fields, right, that we yeah, need to definitely. take care of. I, I think definitely. that's great. <laughs> I love that. Inspiration from soybeans. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> but
2: it's well, like it's just an encouragement every time I yeah. see it. I'm like, man, you know, we need to grow. We need to put the good things in and good things will come out.
1: So. Yeah, exactly. And it might take time, right? And that's yep, okay. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's great. That'll be the title (laughs) of this episode: Soybean (laughs) Inspiration. Mama Salsa.
2: Yes. (laughs) What?
1: (laughs) Oh, that's incredible. (laughs) Crystal, my last big question for all my guests that I end every episode with is: In this moment. What is your proudest accomplishment? And of course, the answer can be Mama Salsa or doesn't have to be related to your business at all. Just kind of that first thing that comes to your mind about your proudest accomplishment.
2: Um, I think my proudest accomplishment is probably being a wife and being a mother. There's just a point in my life when I didn't think that I would have either of those things. And to just take a minute and, you know, there are hard times, there are hard days but when i sit back and look like i just feel so much gratefulness thankfulness that i get to have my family and i get to have my boys and i get to have my husband who is the one that i lean on so yeah when i think back to like that 18 year old me that was just crazy out of control like who was that person to who i am now like as a mother as a business owner as a wife as somebody that has a just a strong foundation i think yeah, my family is probably my biggest accomplishment.
1: Definitely. And congratulations yeah. on all that you've accomplished both with your yeah. business and personally. Um, and I'm just looking forward to following continuing to follow your journey.
2: Thank you so much. Yeah. I appreciate
1: this. Of course. Thank you, Crystal. And before we sign off, where can people find you and Mama Salsa on uh, social media is your website. Shout everything out. Yes.
2: So you can find Mama Salsa. I'm Majority of the time on Instagram, it's at Mama's Salsa. And on Facebook, if you just search Mama's Salsa, you should be able to find me there. And every week I will post um, where we're going to be. I'm at the beach right now on vacation. So we're nowhere this weekend. (laughs) (laughs) But you can find our schedule usually on Instagram, different updates. And sometimes like if I have salsa left over from the weekend, I'll just do pop-ups. So if you ever want to meet, we can do
1: that. And
2: yeah, that's pretty much it.
1: Excellent. Well, thank you so much, Crystal. And thank you for chatting with me during your vacation. I really appreciate it. (laughs) Yeah, thank you. Awesome. Of course.